look at over at, at obesity like oh that person's disgusting when i see a person obese i all i think about is their health i had a person ask me that once they go when you see somebody who's really i guess a person like, like that what do you think and i'm like well, do you think they're disgusting i'm like no i think they're killing themselves hi my name is sheree and this is life is cherry Hi everybody, welcome to Fitness Friday. We have another fun topic to discuss today. We're gonna to talk about body dysmorphia and what that really is. I think sometimes we have a different understanding than what it actually is. And so I'm gonna have a chat with Coach Adris. Let me bring in his intro and then I'll bring him in for the chat. So here we go. Coach Idris is a National Academy of Sports Medicine certified personal trainer with 25 years experience. Idris specializes in women's fitness through NASM. He is a nutritional counselor, certified ENT and LVN. He has worked helping hundreds of clients from high school to professional athletes and housewives to CEOs of companies to achieve their weight loss and fitness goals. He is the former 2002 Mr. USA bodybuilding champion with 20 years of competition history. An Air Force military veteran where he served in Desert Storm as a combat medic. Okay, let's bring in Idris. How are you, Coach Idris? Oh, wait. Volume's not on. There you go. <laughs> ah, I'll try it again. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> I just want you to be seen, not heard. Yeah. So <laughs> that's what we're doing today. <laughs> People just want to see your beautiful face. Just guess yeah. what he's saying. <laughs> Let's play a guess what he's saying today. <laughs> you just move your mouth and I'll put different words. Yeah, in. just put in. Yeah, just put whatever words you want in there. <laughs> Well, how's it been going? Good. Just uh, just working with clients and, and happy for them. They, a lot of everybody's getting success, getting to their goals, and that's all I care about is watching people get to their goals. Man, it's it's cool. That's why I do this. I do it because I like to to help people get somewhere when they, especially when they work their butt off and they just don't know where else to go. Yeah. And then I come in with my you know philosophies and my you know understanding of it all and. They're usually pretty shocked, like, wow, this is working. I'm like, oh, yeah, it works. Yeah, it works. Yeah. So well, as, long as, you do what, as long as you do what I say, I always tell people, they, I have people say, can you guarantee me? I'm like, yeah, if you guarantee me you do everything I say. <laughs> and then, and then nobody can guarantee that. So I'm like, okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the crazy thing. I mean, changing my way of thinking about health and fitness has been huge with working with you. So I really appreciate that because I don't think, I think we just grew up learning so many false things about fitness and health and nutrition and, and how to get our fitness goals or achieve our fitness goals. So I love that. I just, I think it's a mindset. I don't care what I, if what I'm doing is not working, then why am I making it? If I'm going to ask someone that I, I believe I trust, then I'm going to do what they say. Cause I already know, I, don't, I already know that didn't work. So why, so why would I be, I'm not hesitant moving. A lot of people are, uh, I've had clients that I'm like, you know, I'm telling them what to do and they keep not doing it. And then finally they do it. And they was like, well, I just, I just couldn't understand why. And I'm like, it doesn't, you don't, that's the thing you don't understand. So why are you, why are you arguing it? Just do it. Yeah. Just like I had a guy that trained me once and he, and I did everything he said. And I was already pretty good. I, I was competing. I was doing well at contests. But I wasn't winning. So and I knew I didn't know more than I only knew what I knew. And I knew it wasn't yeah. enough. So when we were done, he was like shocked. He was like, I can't believe you just did everything I said. And I was like, why would I even ask you? I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy as people actually ask me all the time, you know, they're like, Oh, I've been watching your journey and I what are you doing here? What are you doing there? And then they like their remarks afterwards are a lot of them are kind of negative towards what I'm doing. You know, if like it's about my nutrition, they're like, oh, well, I would never do that. That's too hard. Or I would never want to eat that much chicken in a day, you know, and 
And it's like, well, you know, it's my mindset. And I know that I want to change my life for the rest of my life. So it's. They also act like you want to. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like here's here's the thing that people don't. A lot of people don't grow up. And, And this is just growing up does not mean 30, 37, 57. Growing up is up here. You can be 25 and have a mentality and have a better understanding of how to get things done than somebody 50, 55. Yeah. I see it all the time. So when other people think growing up, I'm like, no, growing up is up here. And you're not, when you're an adult, most of the time you got to do stuff that you have to do. You don't want to do it. You have to do it. Yeah. As a child, you get to do things you want to do. And every now and then you got to do something you have to do. So when my kid was younger, my son, I was like, look, as a kid, you play not, 80% of the time, 20%, you got to do your homework and keep your room clean, do your chores. The rest yeah. of the time you're playing video games and effing around and doing whatever, whatever. <laughs> when you're an adult, it flips. Yeah. Okay. You get to play a little bit and you get to work and you get to, to do, do the stuff you don't necessarily want to do 80% of the time. This is the same thing. I don't want to eat chicken and broccoli or chicken and spinach four times a day. I'd love to throw some, but I will never get in shape doing pizza. I'm out of shape because of pizza. Yeah. I'm not going to get in shape eating the same shit that got me out of shape. Exactly. <laughs> so, so as an adult who has an adult mind, soon when you find out, it's not, well, I don't want to do that. Who, nobody said you wanted to. You asked me how to get there. This is how you get there. Yeah. If you don't want to get there, don't get, don't do it. If yeah. you want to get there, you're going to have to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's what, so that's why when people say to me, you know, what they want. I'm like, do you really want it? Because a lot of people want the body fat to go off. They just don't want to work to get it off. They just want it off. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they do the surgeries or they do the lipo because they don't really care about doing it in a healthy, sustainable way. They just want it off. Mm-hmm. I just want to see the scale go from here to there. They don't care how it gets there. They don't care. They don't care if it's unhealthy or not. Yeah. And, and when you do it the unhealthy way, you're going to regret it. When you lose weight the wrong way, you will always regret it. Yeah. You do it the cheap way, the easy way. Nothing cheap and easy lasts, right? You get a cheap suit, it's going to fall apart. You get a cheap car, it ain't going to last. Yeah. So quality, doing stuff the right way, doing it the hard way, doing it the way where you change. And also when you do it the right way in, in this aspect, you build something that you don't, that surgery doesn't build. You build a change in the way you feel and the way you think. Yeah. It strengthens you mentally. It makes you stronger mentally. So here's that kind of plays into what our topic is today. You like I, that segue, huh? That's what I was doing. <laughs> I see what you do. <laughs> I know I've been doing this for a while, girl. I'm better at this. Come on now. I like it. <laughs> no, I love that because I think that is the biggest thing when it comes to having the wrong ideas about what we want for ourselves and how we achieve those goals. And I just kind of wanted to open it up to you and wonder, I mean, I, many of you who are on my page realize that I put out that thought, you know, talking about body dysmorphia. And I had a few people come back with their comments and Um, One was from a man, which we don't usually think that as women, we don't usually think that men go through that body dysmorphia. We think it's mostly like a women's thing that we go through because we have all these models and we have women. Y'all think y'all are exclusive, like y'all own pain. Right. We do own (laughs) those. Women act like they own pain. Like no one else has. Oh, y'all don't understand. You're a man. Oh, really? (laughs) Because we're all just all the men are just fabulous. We just (laughs) None of us have problems. Nope. But that, that's like something that I thought growing up, you know, because I think like you're in your own head, right? And you see all these, we we think that like everything that's put out there is like against women with like having to have the perfect body and everything. But it just really proves, you know, that we both think about that and we both kind of can suffer from that body dysmorphia. And Really, I think the the thing that people need to realize is body dysmorphia is actually a disorder. It's not just like not liking the way that you look. It's something that you kind of go to the degree of like it being the most important thing in your life to an unhealthy level. And, and, that's, and that's a and that's a and that's a scale. Like I, I, 
like you know, you were telling about this 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 gentleman. Mm-hmm. It's um it's a sliding scale when it comes to that. Like everybody thinks it's just well, like like a person who's anorexic, right? And they believe they're fat. They really believe they're fat. That's a problem when you actually believe it. Mm-hmm. Um, but wanting to do better and wanting to get better and wanting to look better to the point where it consumes you, that's not dysmorphia. Yeah. Dysmorphia is you get there and you still don't see it. Yeah. Not that you're not, not that you want more, but you don't even see that you've changed at all. You don't you, you don't even see that you've changed. That's that's dysmorphia, where you actually had progress, and in your eyes, you you never had any progress. Yeah. Um, I've had that when I was competing. People was like, uh, well, bodybuilders have <laughs> I, lo- I love when people put everybody in the same bucket. <laughs> bodybuilders have dysmorphia because you know you're never you're never big enough. And I'm like, no, when you're competing, you have to be a certain size to balance with your cement, your symmetry and your height and your bone density and your structure. Like little skinny bodybuilders don't do well. Okay. You're skinny. Bodybuilders aren't skinny. Yeah. Okay? So it's like if you're, you want to be a basketball pl- player <clears throat> and you're 400 pounds, <clears throat> you're probably not going to be a basketball player. <laughs> <laughs> so I need to get smaller if I want to do this. And yeah. bodybuilding, you have to be, you know, like I was, I'm six feet tall. I couldn't be 220 pounds, six feet tall, and be successful in bodybuilding. Yeah. So I had to put on enough size. Where when I got on stage, my I had symmetry. It balanced with my height and everything, and that's when I was successful. Because when I got there, people I've had fans come up to me, and when they met me in person, and they were like, "Dude, you're so much bigger than you look in your pictures." And I was like, "Really?" They was like, "I didn't think I thought you were like a middleweight." I'm like, "No, I'm I'm two fifty four on stage, and middleweight's one seventy five. Wow. I had a guy tell me that. And he goes, you know why? Because you're so symmetrical. You don't look out of whack. Like sometimes guys that are big are big up top and small on the bottom. Or there's something that's off. Mm-hmm. I was balanced from head to toe, which is the goal when you compete. Yeah. And I learned that on my way up. Like I would get on stage and I would be 230. And I thought, I because I was going by a number. And I was like, okay, 230. And I would get there and I, I would look and go, wow, I'm, I still don't look right. Yeah, And I would place third and fourth because the judges felt the same way. And finally, I was like, well, I'm just going to keep getting bigger until I get up there and it works. So I didn't know what that number was until I got there. So people said that to me. Well, is that, you know, you're never happy. I'm like, no, I'm competing. (laughs) I have to, I'm trying to, this is a, this is something that I have to do this. It'd be different if I was just getting bigger and bigger. I was like, God, I'm still skinny. I'm still small. (laughs) I wasn't doing that. I knew I was big. Yeah, I know I was big, but I also knew that I wasn't big enough to do what I needed to get done. Yeah. So this guy, you know, who was doing this and like you said, he he might have started using uh, steroids to to build his muscle and people think, well, I went too far. It's only too far if you think it's too far. And if you're doing it to a detriment where you're just overdoing steroids and you're ruining your liver and, and you're throwing your health out the window and you're throwing things. If you start throwing things out the window. You're going too far. Yeah. You're going too far if you if you're just throwing health out the window and everything out the window, and you still never see it. That's that's dysmorphia when you actually have made progress and you don't see any progress. Yeah, it was kind of crazy because I was watching this story that this mom was doing about her daughter this one time. She's actually was a big TikTok star that came out, and a lot of people were following her because she's very beautiful. Um, She was traveling, doing a lot of stuff that people really like to follow her for. And she seemed like she had the perfect body. But throughout her journey, she finally came out and said, hey, I have anorexia and I'm struggling with this. And so then she became pretty viral with like on TikTok because of this. And people started following her when she just kept getting skinnier and skinnier and Eventually, this story actually came about that I was watching because her mom was doing a story about her daughter and what she was going through because she ended up going on this trip. And her last post was like going to on this trip to like some tropical place. The next day she never posted. And she actually that was her last day that she ever posted because she was so she had it so bad that she ended her life. She didn't 
she starved herself to death. And I don't think people realize that when they do these types of things, they're creating a different level of health within their body and their body starts to shut down. It stops working. So, and that's like the way that your body is telling you these things that you're doing are not healthy for you. Like you can lose your vision. You can lose, like you can lose yeah. a lot of stuff. And that goes both ways. It's skinny and getting too big. Yeah. Because when you get too big, you get glaucoma from, from exactly. eating too much, too many carbs and sugars. And that's, that's the opposite, but you can still lose your sight. Yeah. You know, diabetes is one of the things where blood circulation gets bad. People start, you know, some of the doctors tell you, you know, the, the worse your diabetes is, you start losing limbs. You know, they'll cut off an arm, cut off a leg because you got no circulation. So yeah. that's a problem too, where people are, you know, disregarding. That's why, and, and, and this is for people who are like me, who don't look at over at, at obesity, like, oh, that person's disgusting. When I see a person obese, I all I think about is their health. I had a person asking me that once. They go, when you see somebody who's really like this person like that, what do you think? And I'm like, well, do you think they're disgusting? I'm like, no, I think they're killing themselves. Yeah. I think there's gonna, you know, if this don't if they don't get a hold of this, something's gonna happen because there's stuff going on inside their bodies that they don't see. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. They don't see the visceral fat surrounding their organs infiltrating their organs, making their heart from this size to this size, making their lungs from this size to this size, making their liver from this size. Like all your organs are getting bigger because they're getting infiltrated with fat. Yeah. And a heart, you know, you know how hard it is for a heart to beat when it's smothered with, with fat and, and body? You know, now it's doubling. It, it's Instead of going boom, 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 it's boom, 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 because it's still trying to pump blood. The, the heart's going to keep trying to get blood through the body. So it's going to keep picking up and picking up until it stops. And then you have a heart attack. So when I see an obese person, I see health. That's why I don't like glamorizing Lizzo. I don't like glamorizing obesity. Yeah. You know, I was watching a thing with Jordan Peterson just, just a little while ago. And there was Sports Illustrated that had a woman who was, she looked like she's about 30, 40 pounds overweight in a swimsuit. And he's like, that's not okay. Don't you realize that you're saying it's okay to be like this when this is a health issue? Because everybody's always about looks. This is the this is the craziest thing I've ever seen. This is why women struggle so much with what you said, and this is why y'all think men, like men, this is just about us and not men. First of all, most women don't talk to men about these subjects. Yeah, they talk amongst themselves, right? Yeah, they don't talk to men. That's why they don't think men have these issues because they don't talk to men about them. And most men don't make a big deal about their weight. They know they're over. They know they're out of shape. But they'll say something to me, like they'll be like, "Damn, dude, I need to do something about this. I need to get like you. I need to do like you." But they don't. They don't. You know, broadcast it across the world, and they don't do that. Men don't usually do that. Women do it all the time, yeah. especially amongst yourselves. Mm -hmm. So a lot of women. That's why women don't think men have the issue, but but we do as well. I mean, I was part of that. You know, they were looking at me in the magazines, going, "I want to look like that." I'm the I'm the I'm that model that they're looking at. Yeah, like you're looking at the model in the in the Sports Illustrated. The guys are looking at me in Flex Magazine, thinking the same thing. But men don't address it the same way. Most most men will be like, "Yeah, I know I'm fat, whatever." <laughs> like, yeah, I like my pizza. I like my cheeseburgers, yeah. right? <laughs> you know, women women aren't gonna like took women don't do that. Women are gonna be like, nah, I ain't, I ain't gonna even bring this up. Let's not even talk about that. <laughs> um, but it's it's a big problem, and it's weird to me how women say, and women do this a lot, is looks don't matter, looks don't matter, looks don't matter. What's in, what's inside is all that matters. It's the biggest lie ever. Why do people say that? That's such a it's such a lie. Both matter. Yeah. Both matter. They do. <laughs> because you know what they're talking about? They're only talking about one aspect of it. They're talking about beauty and 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 kind of in a relationship thing. It doesn't matter how pretty you are if you're not a nice person. I've even had women, I love, I hear it all the time. I've had women go, Yeah, she's beautiful, but is she nice? Is she a good person? Ah, I hate that. That's one of my like work like worst pet peeves is when I hear stuff like that. But you, know, you will never hear them say that about a fat person. Mm -mm. You will never hear them go, but is she a good person? They'll be like, it doesn't matter. As long as she's happy. They, they, they change it up. They like, well, 
I know she's overweight, but it doesn't really matter as long as she's happy inside. She's beautiful, but is she is she a good person? Yeah. I think you should be a good person, whether you're fat, beautiful, it doesn't matter. You should be a good person. Period, right? Exactly. So why I don't even know why that why that is always said. It's the craziest thing. And women also do this. And this is really, I don't know how this happened. I was talking to a friend one time about a girl about another woman. We had met this couple, and the dude, they were both bigger people. Like she was six feet, he was six two. He was a little bigger. She was, you know, she had some weight on her. I don't know what she weighed, but she was definitely, and she was young. And I said, you know, she needs to get that under control because I don't know if people realize, but when you're six, when you're five, eight, five, nine, six feet, and you get a lot of weight on you, they don't, people big, like Shaquille O'Neal, people, you don't see 70, you don't see 80 year olds his size. They don't live that long. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You got to lose some weight if you want to live a little longer, Mr. Shaquille. Okay, you can't, they know there's not a lot of 80 year old, 400 pound men walking around. Mm-hmm. So w- when you're a big person and you're tall and you're big, you put a big strain on yourself. Yeah. Big strain on your body. Even me who's lean and big, I even go, okay, as I get older, I'm bringing my weight down just so it's less strain on my body. And I'm, and my body fat's like 14%. I keep my body fat low, but it still does, doesn't mean I can't die. <laughs> people die even if you're in shape you don't live forever yeah. so, I, so there's a strain on the body on the organs on the bones that when you have this extra weight on you it's just a, it's a, a and if you're and if it's body fat weight it's even more stress on the body so i said to the girl i said yes yeah, so she needs to she needs to get that weight down because she's young um it don't get as we all know it don't get easier as you get older Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know what she said? She goes, yeah, but she's nice. And I looked at her and I was like, what does that got to do with what I was talking about? <laughs> I said, so if she's fat, that means you're not a nice person. And there's a lot of women that associate being nice with being overweight. Like if you're overweight, you're not nice. Yeah. I had never heard that before. I was like, what are you talking about? I, I didn't say she wasn't a nice person. <laughs> I wasn't even talking about her as a person. I was talking about her weight. It was so <laughs> Yeah, it's so crazy. Like we have these ways of thinking about people just by the way they look. And I had this exact same thing happen to me. I I got this job and this was actually so I was like an office manager at this job, right? And I the HR person at my job came to me like 2 weeks into my me working there. And she comes over to my desk and she says, I have a funny joke for you. I want to tell you this funny joke. And I'm like, okay. You know, like I don't really have too many conversations with her. I was new, but I was like, yeah, this is cool. She wants to be my friend. Right. And I was excited that somebody wanted to talk to me at this new job. You thought. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and she had some extra weight on her. She wasn't in the the best health, you know? And so, but I don't look at people that way. I just was excited that somebody wanted to be my friend at my new job. Right. And I was like, yeah, tell me this joke. And she says, she's like, so uh, me and my friends were at McDonald's the other day and we were sitting around and there was this really cute blonde skinny girl that came into McDonald's and we all turned around and we looked at each other and pointed at her and we were like, bitch. And I was like, okay, I'm not really sure where you're going with this, but I was like, okay, are you getting to the punchline here? Where's the joke? (laughs) Yeah, so I was just like, okay. And then she's like, oh yeah. And then earlier today I was talking to this guy over here, like this guy that she, I think she realized I was starting to become friends with this guy next to me. And she's like, yeah, I was talking to him the other day and and I saw you and I was like, bitch. And I was like, Okay. Hold up, hold up. This is somebody from HR. This was the HR person at my job, right? And I'm like, and then she just was like, okay, bye. And she walked away. And I was like, what in the hell? She's like, you want to take that to this comedy store? That's a great stand up act. (laughs) Not like, what are you talking? Where's the job? I'm still waiting for the joke. I know. I was like, is she coming back for the punchline? Like, I'm not really sure how to take this, right? I can't, I can't believe she actually came up to you to tell you that she called you a bitch. Yeah. And I told I, you that it was a joke. 
Yeah. And I think like I thought back on it after that day and I was thinking she probably realized that I was becoming friends with this guy that she just told that to. And it was going to come back to her. Yeah. And he was going to probably tell me about it. He never did, you know, but it was just he was a- smart. That's why. <laughs> He was like, I am not going to start this. Uh, yeah, right. uh. You know, like she prejudged me before she even knew me because of the way that I looked and just because they took care of my body. And and it broke my heart, really, because I, I knew the place where she was at. And and I, I feel bad for people who can't see people. I don't. They are. You're, <laughs> you're, you're, just, just because you're overweight, don't give you the right to be an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like. That I have nothing to do with why you feel about the way, why you feel the way you do about yourself. I have nothing to do with that. Yeah. But yeah, but that's my point. Like it's, it's, it's incredible how people will view other people. Like I, you know, first of all, we all judge. I hate when people say, I don't judge. I'm like, well, you, you may not judge, but you definitely lie. <laughs> We all judge. Come on. You have to judge. You know, you have to. Like, when you see somebody, you have to make a judgment call. Okay, is this person friendly? Are they going to stab me in the face when they walk by? Like, you have to judge. <laughs> we all <laughs> do problem, it. The problem is, is, is you don't want to judge a person and then assume you're right because you don't know if you're right. Yeah. Right? All you got to do is go, okay, what do I think about this person? Now let me see if it's true. And and you and you go like I don't ever look at anybody and assume the worst. I just go I don't know. If I see something I don't like, I'm like okay, I saw that. I don't I don't act like I didn't see it, you know. Yeah. Uh, and just because they show something nice, don't mean that's nice either, you know. So yeah. don't mean they're a nice person either. So I don't I just look and I, and then I let you prove to me if I'm right or wrong. Yeah, that's it. But yeah, yeah, the whole uh, body dysmorphia thing, it, you know, it's in, it's in bodybuilding. It is in bodybuilding, though. Don't get me wrong. There are people in bodybuilding who don't see what other people see when they look at them. Yeah. You know, um, you know, a lot of female bodybuilders, you know, kind of fall into that because they fall in love with muscle. They just love muscle. And and they don't see that it's it's going to the point where it's looking more masculine than feminine. They don't see it because they're not into it like that. They're just they just love the building of muscle. So it can. So, yeah, it doesn't happen. Of course, it happens. Yeah. But most people don't don't understand what it is. They think just because you really I had a girl, uh, my I've had a few people, not that many, actually. But I hear I hear it a lot when you get into something big time, they tell you, oh, well, don't get addicted to it. The Betty Ford Clinic in Palm Springs, the first thing they do with all the addicts that come in is they put them in the gym and they get them into working out. Because an addiction is an addiction is an addiction. There's healthier ones and there's really bad ones. Yeah. So would you rather have somebody addicted to the gym or addicted to crack? Would you have them addicted to fitness or addicted to alcohol? So some people are going to get addicted to something. So you might as well put them in a place where it's going to benefit them than, you know, than hurt them or hurt others around them. So I'd much rather have a person that gets into fitness full time, 100%. Then some then then fall off the other side because at least if they're into their fitness, it brings more positiveness in their soul. Yeah, it, it, it comes off of them. Um, I think a lot of women, I think a lot of people, get caught up in, like I say, they 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 group everybody. They'll they'll see beautiful women that are nasty and 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 you know that. So they go. So every woman that's pretty is that way. Yeah. No, every every woman that's pretty is not like that. I had. Two people on my, I, you know, I I I just delete people or block people when they're stupid on my, because <laughs> I don't like or I don't like people who are rude, disrespectful, on my on my chats on my yeah. comments. I just don't like it because there's too many. The one thing I learned about the about the internet is this: social media is this. Everyone that's reading your stuff isn't coming from the same place you are. A lot of people are just angry at the entire world. Yeah. Their whole world is a goddamn mess. And anything they read, they can they'll they'll they can turn it into something negative. Anything they read. Mm-hmm. You know, Adris gives a thousand dollars to the homeless. He could have gave fifteen hundred. You know? <laughs> it's never good enough. <laughs> you won the lottery. 
I love this one. Yeah, but they take taxes out. <laughs> it's free money, you dumbass. <laughs> yeah, I I saw this like argument that happened online one time, and there was this woman on there, and she was being very rude, like just like taking it a little too far, right? And one of the people on the chat that was in the argument with them, he's like, "Would you say this to me in person?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, you come to my house, I'll say this to you in person." And I was like. Wow, like just her energy and everything that she was doing. That's, that's what I, I put like, a post up. I put a post up about uh, Tom Cruise's movie, uh, Top Gun, Top mm -hmm. Gun, and I was shocked when I when it was on. I saw Val Kilmer's name come up in the credits, and I was like, Val Kilmer is in this? Because the last time I seen Val Kilmer, he was looking kind of bad. Yeah. And but I didn't know why. I just know Hollywood can do that to people. Yeah. Okay? So I see it, and I lived out in Hollywood, okay? <laughs> you know, I, like Ray Liotta, who just passed away. I saw him at Gold's Gym on a regular basis. I saw Dice Clay. I see a lot of those people out there. So I said, wow, they got Velt Kilmer? Because last time I saw him, he wasn't looking that good. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, and even in the movie, his role, they, they, they covered him up, and they, you know, they, 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 but I didn't know he had cancer. I didn't know yeah. that. I didn't know he had throat cancer. So I posted, great movie, blah, blah, blah. I said, but Val Kilmer just hasn't been looking good. And I said, I guess he's not taking care of himself. But I said, but kudos to Tom Cruise because he he looks great out there running with no shirt on, playing football. I'm like, go Tom, in the 58. He's around my age, right? I'm like, good for you, you know. And uh, somebody said cancer, and I was like, oh, I didn't know that. I said, because I love Val Kilmer. Yeah. I love him in Tombstone. I, I love him in all this stuff, right? I'm a big yeah. big fan of his. And two women do that. They go, well, Adrice, you know what's inside counts more. You know, bodybuilders always. I'm like. What are you fucking? What are you talking about? <laughs> I didn't say he was facet. He didn't look good. His health. Yeah. He didn't look good. I said, but when somebody said it was cancer, I was like, okay, now I get it. Yeah. And, I, and I also said, I love Val Kilmer. <laughs> so, so people read your stuff, but they're already in their own little place yeah. that they want to. Now they need to. Now they need to tell you about yourself. They need to educate. You don't need to educate me. You don't need to change me either. Even if I really felt that way, I can feel that way. But she goes, bodybuilders. I'm like, oh, so now every bodybuilder only cares about looks. How <laughs> stupid is that? Look, I mean, what you did. Look at what you did, Adrice. You just started everyone thinking that now. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. All beautiful people are mean. All this is that. I said, there is no all nothing. There's no all nothing. All baseball players aren't great. All basketball players can't shoot. <laughs> well, you know, some basketball players don't shoot the basketball that well. That's why they rebound and pass it to somebody who can. <laughs> so we, 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 and that's what you get on social media. You get yeah. people stuck in their own little angry world and they lash out. And there's no reason to. Like, if you, I always think this if you really have a problem with someone's post, don't read, just turn the freaking post. Yeah. Scroll on. <laughs> Scroll on. Like you're gonna sit there and you know, break yeah. the key, break the keys on your keyboard because you have to say, I just gotta say this. So <laughs> one of them said something about my feelings or something. You know, I didn't get your feelings hurt. And I said, you wouldn't, and I said the same thing. I said, you wouldn't say that to my face. And she was like, and then she just put a smile, she put a like a laugh emoji or something. I'm like, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> You know, if you wouldn't say it to somebody's face, why are you saying it at all? Yeah, it's crazy. It, it leaves it so that people can feel the freedom to be rude and be mean. And that's part of the separation that's happening in our world is people are just free to say whatever they're going to say when they wouldn't actually say it in real life. And it gives us a way to hide from people. But It, it, it also tells you how people I, I think it's interesting. Because it tells you how people, I've had people always say this, it killed me. People are, no, people are generally nice. No, they're not. <laughs> I hate when people tell me that. You know, Adrice, most people are, no, no, most people are not that nice. They're really not. Yeah. <laughs> and social media proves it. Social media pr proves just how nice people are. No, most people are not nice. Most people are selfish. Most people... Are, are angry they're not happy with where they are in life and money has nothing to do with it yeah it has to do with whether or not they're getting out of life what they want to get out yeah their expectations are not being met i used to have 
crazy expectations until I learned to stop having them. I don't have expectations anymore. And it was very, it was, it was a lesson to get there. I didn't even know how to get there. That's a huge one. That's huge because not only can we put expectations on ourselves, but we put them on our relationships. We put them on everything in our life. And I think you get body dysmorphia, having expectations and looking at things a certain way and they're not quite what you want them to be. And now it becomes a sickness. So here's a crazy thing. I actually was having this conversation with, um, not having this conversation, but my daughter brought something up to me. She showed me a song that she really liked. And it's this new song that's coming out. The full song isn't out yet, but it's kind of like a prelude to it. Right. And it was a song about Victoria's Secret. And they, in the song from the little tease that they did, they were talking about how this girl went to school or to a pool or something. And her friend told her she was fat. And it talks about how these models in Victoria's Secret are the ones that cause this to happen, this way of looking at themselves, right? And then the chorus goes on to say, well, Victoria's Secret must have been made by a dude. And that's like the chorus, right? So I actually was intrigued by this. So I kind of looked up the history of Victoria's Secret. And I just want to know kind of where it came from. I, I don't have any problem with Victoria's Secret. I do have a problem with them trying to appease everybody at this moment in time. Um, but the, I, actually, I actually think it's okay to, to have, because everybody's not small. I'm not small. No, I'm I'm 100% okay with that. I just yeah, don't. Everybody's not little and tiny, you know, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I just don't want them to push on everybody that they should be that size and that any size and fit. Like, yeah, being fit, that is a bad thing. I don't want that to be the thing. You can be fit and big. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. (laughs) Nobody. Yeah. Everybody's not supposed to be this, you know, 36, 24. I know some people are meant to be bigger. Some people are meant to be small. Some people are meant to be thin. Some people, you know, there's all shapes and sizes and that's fine. Obesity is, I'm talking about, when I talk about, I'm talking about obese. I'm not talking about bigger than, I'm talking about obesity. Yeah. When your body fat is 30 and up, you, it's okay 25 and down. I'm telling you, if your body fat is 25, you are not a, you are not small. Okay. Even if you're a small person, you have some body fat at 25, but 25 is okay. 20 is okay. It's all okay. Yeah. You get to 30, you start dealing with diseases. I don't care what it is. If you're starting to look at disease issues, it's a problem. No matter what your body fat. If you get too low, you're dealing with diseases. So you got to watch how low you are too. So I'm talking about that's when I talk about that, everybody out there, that's what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about an unhealthy amount of weight or overweight, not just being I'm overweight. So just being overweight is not what we're talking about. Yeah, no, I am 100% with you there. Like, I I really want my daughters to always feel good about themselves, always, like, appreciate the bodies that they have and just know that they want to be at a healthy level. I don't I don't tell my kids that they need to go on the plan that I'm on and try right. to get to the level right. I want. Right. Like, they need right. to be at a healthy level. But yep. I just thought it was interesting in the song. So I looked up the history of Victoria's Secret, and it was kind of interesting to me. Of course, it was a company that was created by a man. It was one that was done back in the 60 or the 70s, sorry, 77, I believe. And they were talking about how this guy went to go buy some lingerie for his wife. And he just felt very uncomfortable going to the department store in that time when men didn't usually go to buy lingerie for their wives. It was usually a woman's thing, right? And so this business- We did not like, we did not like my mother used to be like, I want you to go get me some, get some milk, get me some tampons. <laughs> near that aisle. That's awesome. <laughs> no, but it was really interesting to me because I think that the I think they missed the point in that song though is that these little girls were not looking at Victoria's Secret. I mean, I hope that my girls aren't looking at Victoria's Secret wanting to like go shopping at Victoria's Secret yet, you know, like when my daughter's like 11, right? And I don't want her to be wanting to go to that place, you know. So I hope she's not looking at Victoria's Secret at that age. Yeah. But, you know, I think that there is a way that these girls do become unhealthy. But I think sometimes it starts by them when they get to be like 10, 11, 12. That's when they start really recognizing what they feel is not great about themselves. That's when they first start recognizing what other people say about them. Here's the the problem with a lot of people who get 12, 10, 11, 12, and they start getting confused. 
It's kind of like with this, this, you know, trans stuff with, with you know, it's, it's really, really huge right now. Parents don't parent anymore. Okay. It is your responsibility. It is my responsibility as a parent to know what the hell is, is our kids are, are looking at. Number one, what's, mm-hmm. what's the climate of the, the, the cut of the society that we're in. There's no reason for a kid at 12 to be still wondering about you. A mother should have been talking about that a whole time. Like, okay, check this out. This I buy Victoria's Secret stuff because I'm a grown woman. Those are those are models. Models wear the clothes. Models are supposed to be hangers. They're not supposed to distract from the clothes. So you don't want J Lo up in there because J Lo, you're gonna be like, damn, look at her body. You ain't even gonna see the clothes. <laughs> you want thin people so that they don't distract from the clothes. They're supposed to be human hangers. That's why models are thin. They're supposed to be human. Most people aren't thin as models are. Models have to, and they have to be thin because of that, for that reason. They're not, you think models enjoy living that life? That's like a bodybuilder staying in contest prep all the time. Always, you know, that's why when people say, you know, when you do a contest, and oh, don't you want to stay like that? No. <laughs> I don't want to eat chicken and veggies every day of my life for the rest of my life. <laughs> Yeah, I like to have a slice of pizza, you know, a scoop of ice cream or something. So, <laughs> so that's not that's not normal, and they don't realize that's not what they're putting. Victoria's Secret's not telling you to look like that. Yeah, they're just showing their clothes to you. But yeah. it looks better when someone's wearing it than just having a bunch of hangers or or mannequins with their clothes on it. Yeah, you know. Um. So, so that's a that's our job as parents to explain that. This is why this is going on. This is why that's going on. And when people aren't doing that and they're letting the world explain the world to your kid, of course your kid's going to get confused. Yeah. Never want somebody else telling your kids. Never let anybody else tell your kids about the world. You tell them about the world. Now, don't get me wrong. Some people are absolutely morons and they probably should have somebody else tell their kids. <laughs> but because some people don't still don't look at the world, right? So they're going to tell their kids the crazy things that's inside their head. However... You should still be the one educating your child on these things and not letting TV speak to your kids. You need to speak to your kids about what they're like. The other day, I called I call my daughter and I was like, hey, tell me what you think about all this trans stuff. I'm always asking my kids what's inside their head and what they think. Always. And she's grown, got a kid and kid on the way and married. Yeah. But I still want to know, what do you think about what you're seeing? And she was like, well, you know, I think this and I think that. And I think, you know, if they want to be called this, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay. I said, but keep in mind, you know, and I talk common sense. I don't sit there and try to convince. I say, look, that's a really, you know, it's a really interesting world. I said, I have no problem with a person if they say, I feel like I'm this, I feel like I'm that. But don't tell me you are. You're not a woman. You feel like one. I don't know how you could feel like one either because women don't feel like women. They just are. But okay, whatever. You know, you know, there's a white woman that says she feels like she is, she identifies herself as a black person and she's white. <laughs> yeah, I now, mean, you definitely have to have those conversations. And you have to have all of those conversations yeah, just to see and, what people's heads are. And body dysmorphia is another one. Like if yeah, a person doesn't see themselves as you see them, that, you know, it's a conversation to have, you know, and, and it's not always to a detriment. It's not always to a, a bad place where people take themselves. But um, you gotta you gotta learn how to appreciate you. Everybody doesn't drive the same car, so every man doesn't like the same woman. Yeah. Every woman, I, I you know, everybody doesn't have to look the same. There's beauty in all shapes and sizes, and yeah. I just when I talk about obesity, I'm talking about health reasons yeah. only. Well, the thing that I really liked about the song, so there was the thing that I didn't like about the song is it was saying, oh, Victoria's Secret must have been made up by a dude. So that's like teaching our children. Well, it's a negative thing. They they did it to be negative. Right. The thing that I did like about it is there was one part of the song, and this was what stood out to my daughter, is that in the song they were saying that this girl never learned that everybody has different body types and everybody are different sizes and we all can be beautiful in our different sizes, you know, like, and that's the part that I really loved about the song. That's what she was kind of taken away from it. But then it also has those little negative things that are like, I don't want my kids to have excuses for them not to want to 
be healthier because they think that maybe men are making them do it. You know, like I don't want well, and, here's, here's that. The, and, and here's this kind of it's kind of weird to me too. <laughs> kind of weird to me. If you're heterosexual, I'll just put it, I'll leave it at that. If you're heterosexual, do you think I give a damn what a man wants me to wear? <laughs> I want no, I when I go shopping for clothes and I'm in a store and I see a shirt that I like, I don't go up to a guy and go, hey, do you think I look good in this? No, I ask the girl. <laughs> do you think I look good? Does this look good on me? <laughs> so what's wrong with a guy telling you what looks good to you, to hit to him, if you're a woman? Yeah. It makes no sense to me. Like, oh, <laughs> we don't want to do this for guys. What the hell? You ain't getting dressed up for girls. Yeah. I think we talked about that before. You know this. You are not getting, you ain't getting all dolled up so you can look better than the guys. Yeah. <laughs> you getting dolled up so you can look better than the other girls, okay? You're competing for your man with other You are exactly. You, you, ain't competing. <laughs> you ain't getting dressed up because you worried about me taking taking your husband. <laughs> your husband ain't going to come be like, well, that dude, Idris looks pretty good. You'd be like, I, I know I had to wear a baseball cap and a black shirt. <laughs> If I, if I knew that's all I had to do to leave the house, shit, we could have. I could have been ready hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> so it's weird to. That's even weird to me that the people have such an alley. What are we doing this for, men? I don't know because you're trying to get one, <laughs> right? I know. I, I know. I don't get dressed up to look good for guys. I can tell you that right. I have never. Oh. I have never left the house. <laughs> Thinking, man, I want that guy to look at me over there. <laughs> Ooh, the fellas are, ooh, the guys are really going to like this. No, never. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the and it, like for me with being married for so long, like I don't think about getting dressed for other men either. Like I get dressed and I, I want to look confident and beautiful for myself. You get dressed, you, know, you want your man to and, like you. Yeah. So that my first of all is me, right? I want to be confident in my own skin. Yes. Second of you all. Wanna, I, I, I always tell people this. I always tell my girlfriend this. She's like, well, should I wear? I go, wear what you want to be seen in. How do you want to be seen? Yeah. If you want to be seen, you know, Bob, if you want to be seen like a disheveled, wear that. <laughs> if that's what you, if you don't mind being seen that way, wear that. I, I know how I want to be seen by others. So when I, I leave the house, when I go to the gym, I don't care where I go. I'm like, okay, do I, am I okay being seen this way? Yeah. You know, even if I'm dressed down, I still think there should be a le there's a level that I want to be dressed down at. And so yeah, no, that's true. But also, I want my partner to like what what they see when they yeah. see me. So that's what that's how I get dressed. I could I could care honestly. Uh, <laughs> at this age, <laughs> I do me. I do me. Yeah. And if you like what you see, great. If you don't, great. <laughs> I always tell people, this is it. Don't get no better than this. <laughs> Either you like it or you don't. And I'm okay with that. You know, this like when I talked about looks and tens and oh you is am I an eight or a nine? I don't know, you a two, but I like it anyway. <laughs> no, that's something that's really important to me. And I actually have talks with my kids all the time about like anorexia, bulimia, like being overweight. I have those chats with them and I also have chats with them about not expecting to look like other people, like not looking at someone and, and wanting to look so badly like that other person, but to really love who you are and love your body and take care of your body. And I think that's the message that I want to give to my kids and that other people need to realize is health is not, and being skinny, being like at a level of fitness that's unhealthy is not about being healthy and really being healthy is the main. And let me say this too, you know, my, my thoughts on how we get there. You know, I think a lot of, especially women, I think a lot of women get to this unhealthy place because they see somebody and they have an emotion about that person. Like the girl said it best when she came to you and said, we saw this girl come in and she looked beautiful and we all called her a B-I-T-C-H, right? Mm -hmm. They're looking at her and putting her on a pedestal. Yeah. When they look at themselves, they don't see themselves on that pedestal. Yeah. So they already, they're, they've put themselves lower than the person that they're looking at. Yeah. That's where the anger comes in. 
Mm-hmm. Because they actually look at that person and they go, I want people, and this is when all the surgeries and the extra this, I don't have a problem with a woman getting a boob job. I don't have a problem with, with any of that. If you're doing it because you feel that I'm going to like what I see, I'm going, I just need, because this is the deal. If you don't like who you are inside, no surgery is going to make you feel better about yourself. No, nope, never. Okay? So your looks doesn't matter because you don't like what you you don't like what you are in that like everybody's talking about it's what matters inside yeah it really does matter what's inside because yeah. if you like what's inside you're you don't look at the outside so bad yeah so the changes that you do make they're, they're very subtle they're, they're like okay i just want to do this because i like me already i just want to see that on the outside yeah when, you, when you're a messed up on the inside you can change, you can have nine surgeries. You're still going to be getting a, a tenth. And you've seen yeah. those people. They mm-hmm. get so many surgeries that you're looking at them and like, you look so much better before you started any of this. Yeah. And I've seen that a lot. And they get mad at people on TV. They have like, all, all their anger is displaced. It's all displaced. Yeah. They look at celebrities and they're like, I hate them. Like, I hate, oh, why do you don't even know them? <laughs> exactly. Like, how could you hate somebody you've never met? You don't know anything about them. Yeah. But you hate them? Like you like hate? You know, that, that that's why I, you know, I use the, the Kardashians as a good example of that because everybody dogs them out. They always talk about, you know, they have these surgeries and these young, their young daughters are having them. I'm like, do you realize the Kardashians wouldn't be successful if they weren't doing things everyone else is doing? They mirror society. Society doesn't copy the Kardashians. The Kardashians does what society is already doing. People are getting surgeries long before the Kardashian show came on television. So what they're doing is is they're giving you what you already are doing, except they're doing it better. Yeah. And people get mad at them. And I'm like, what are you mad at? Well, I would, like the mother, she's doing, I'm like, I know people who, I know mothers that don't even (laughs) raise their children. They abandon their children. They beat their, like, don't sit there and tell me that she's the worst mother you've ever seen. Yeah. Just because you're, just because you don't agree with what she did, doesn't mean you're any better parent than her. Like, what are you talking about? Well, you know, they they, they put that sex tape out. I'm like, yeah, I, I wouldn't have done that. But I can't be mad that they look at Kim Kim Kardashian is a freaking b- 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 billionaire, <laughs> and she's about to take the and she just passed the baby bar and she's about to be an attorney. Yeah, that's the crazy thing. People look at them and think, oh, they're stupid or they're like these awful people. But I actually I met with somebody who was working on their film crew last weekend, and it was interesting to see his perspective. I was like, I was just kind of intrigued. I'm like, tell me like what your thoughts are. And he's like, they are brilliant. They are very I smart. I used, to go, I used to train clients in the same gym that Courtney works out in. I, yeah. I, I have friends who are their bodyguards. People have no idea just how, first of all, how nice they are to people. Yeah. Very nice to people. Yeah, he had nothing bad to say about them. I no, when you actually know them, everybody. you actually know them, you have nothing bad to say. Yeah, it's kind you of just, You actually look at them and think about that. Every one of her children have are multimillionaires and have their own businesses. Yeah, yeah. she's a horrible mother. Oh, she's horrible. <laughs> horrible. <laughs> Give me a break. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Like, they've, they've taken their brand and they've done something with it. It yeah. could have... That could have that could have not worked out too. Yeah. That could have went the other way hard. Mm-hmm. Very few people. Well, Kim, uh, Pamela Anderson had a sex tape. She didn't benefit like this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Paris Hilton might have had one. It didn't turn out like this. So no, that don't think. Like, by the way, don't think your sex tape is going to turn out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to put one out. I was going to put one out too. I, <laughs> I, got, I got one right here. <laughs> I'm going to let your girl know about that. <laughs> she doesn't know. <laughs> she doesn't she doesn't go on Twitter. So let's put it out on Twitter. <laughs> no, it's crazy. Like we we all know how to make excuses to like make people look less than us at certain points, you know. It makes us feel a little bit better to feel like we're a little no, bit up, right? <laughs> I'll do believe, right? Because when, when you say it, you sound ugly as hell. Yeah. Like every time somebody says it, I'm like, do you even know what you sound like right now? 
See, and also, when when they have those conversations, we talked about this earlier. When you're around negative ass people that have the same conversation you have, you don't realize how bad you sound. Then you get around somebody like me, you know, Mr. Positivity, and I'm like, you know, that don't sound so good, right? <laughs> well, I, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Neither do I. <laughs> you ain't the only one. <laughs> but you just told me a lot about you. Yeah. But people don't realize. I, like I was watching something the other day and I go, people will always tell you who they are. All you got to do is listen. Just listen. Listen. They will tell you everything about them. Oh, yeah. I know right away. Like when I start having a conversation with people, I'm like, that's my type of person. Or, yeah, I need to get away from this person. And you I can feel it. You, yeah. just, you just feel uncomfortable automatically. Mm. Yeah. You're talking about people. Mm. Why are you talking about them? You know, I always say that to some. I'm like, why are you talking about them? Why'd you say that? Oh, well, I was just, yeah, but why'd you say that? That that wasn't necessary. Yeah. To say. That wasn't okay to say. Yeah. And, it's, and the reason that people think, another thing, the reason that a lot of people always feel that people are, the, the, the ones that are worried about going out in public, worried about how they're seen, like, are people talking about me? It's because they talk about other people. Yeah. And they think everybody's like them. Mm -hmm. Like Amber Heard's doing that. I love listening to Amber Heard. She's out there putting stuff out there. And it's like she, because she does all the stuff she's saying other people. She did everything she said Johnny's doing. <laughs> everything she said that Johnny Depp was doing is what she was doing. Yeah, you hear people do stuff like that all the time where they're really uncomfortable with something about themselves where they have a low self-esteem in certain areas and they'll talk bad about other people because of that. And, yep. and actually, I think that's where a lot of our issues with any type of dysmorphia, right, that we have is we listen to, we we look at somebody and we see that they have something and we are lacking in that area. And we think if we get this or if we turn this way or if we get really thin or if I get really buffed, people are going to look at me the same way I'm looking at him. Like I'm looking at that guy and I'm thinking he's all that. I want people to look at me and think that. Yeah. But, that, but you can't control that. Like you cannot control how people look at you. You can only present what you have and they're going to do what they want with that. Yeah. And that's why I learned a long time ago when bodybuilding taught me that. See, the thing is bodybuilding taught me that I can, I have to get my best, whatever that is. I was trying to look like a guy named Flex Wheeler and cause I admired his physique and we, we had similarities, <laughs> but when it's all said and done, we had different physiques. And yep. one day I was like, you know what? I got to find my own physique. I, I don't have his like, I don't have his mama and I don't have his daddy. So I'm not going to look like him. Yeah. I got to figure out my own physique. And that's how, that's how everyone is. Everyone out there, you got to find your, that's why when I work, what did I say to you the first day? I need to know what you, how you see yourself. Yeah. Give me a visualization that's realistic on how you see yourself. And if we agree, then that's what we'll go for. Yeah. But that's your look. That's no one else's look. That's just Sherry's look. That's mm -hmm. Cherie? Is, is that Cherie or Cherie? Cherie. <laughs> That's Cherie's look. I'm thinking of life is a Sherry. Life is a Sherry. You're cut off now. <laughs> I was thinking life is a Sherry. And I'm like, no, it's not a Sherry. I did that earlier today or yesterday. You I just call me Cherry. That's why it's life is Cherry because that's my nickname. No one could ever say my name right. So I, I did that earlier today. I said a word all. Oh, uh, I was talking to my client from Canada and it was a city. Uh, and I was saying it wrong, and I knew I was saying it wrong. I didn't even heard the city before, but I was like, I'm saying that wrong. And then he said it, and I was like, I knew it was wrong, and I even heard it, but I was like, that just don't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's so true. Like, I, I really believe that any type of way that you are seeing yourself, it really starts in your heart. It starts with your mind in the way that you view yourself. And I think when you get your heart right and your mind right about who you are and where you're at and can love you for who you are, you actually have more benefits, more health benefits, because you'll get to a point where you're like, okay, this is a mindset change for me. And it's because I want to be healthy. I want to change my life to better it in a healthy way instead of just wanting what something somebody else has or what you see. And I think that's the huge piece. And we, you and I kind of talked about that before we went on is just that mindset. And, and really, I think it's your heart and your, and your what's in your head about yourself before you can really even make any changes in a healthier way. 
Great way to close it. We got like a minute left, so we can close it down. But yeah, good job. I think that was good. I'm glad we talked about that. That's a subject that I've I've done videos on that as well in my in my group. I did a video on this because um, I just seen it a lot with clients and yeah. trying to get clients to to find themselves. Let's just find the best. Let's find the best you. Yeah. Uh, let's not look at everybody else. Let's just find the best you. Yeah, I love that. Well, thank you so much, Adris. Always fun. So. Always. <laughs> I hope you have an amazing weekend and happy Father's Day. Thank you. You have an amazing weekend and I will. you get spoiled and get to have a little bit of fun with your family. I don't know what's going on. I don't even you know, <laughs> get socks. Let's get socks and ties. We speak it screwed. <laughs> I won't tell you what I'm getting because my husband listens. So <laughs> yeah, tell him I said happy Father's Day. I will. Well, thank All you so right. much, Adri. See ya. See ya. <laughs> okay, you guys, I hope this was a good message for you guys. And I and I want you all to just remember that really, like just what I ju was just saying is it's in, really what's in your heart and within your mind and what you want that's good for you. And when you can get to a place where you can see what's healthy for you and you can achieve your goals, you'll be on a whole different track than if you're looking at somebody else and wanting what they want or kind of blaming it on someone else, why you don't have these things, really take ownership of yourself and what's healthy for you and what's great for your life and for your family. But we'll see you guys next Friday. Thanks guys.